Al Zakeda, Hollywood prop master. So you lived overseas. Shanghai was different. Um, if I was a listener on the show who wanted to get into this work, how how would I、yeah. get started? Well, <clears throat> first of all, I guess it it all depends on what you want to get into work wise.、Um, definitely. Would need to have some skill in the area that you're pursuing. You know, you don't just want to wake up one day and go, "Hey, I want to make you know sci-fi movies." Hey, I want to do action adventure films. You, you need to have a、uh, you need to have some sort of like a a, a, a pre ability.、Okay? Hmm. You can't expect to walk into a shop and go, "Ooh, I want to learn how to do this." And they're going to look at you like, "Yeah." Um, we got, yeah, maybe no. So it would help to have some little previous knowledge. And these days, I mean, you can just kind of go online and, and, and put in applications. It, and you never know; somebody might go, "Oh, this." But just you know, you can, if you have an application, you have to have some abilities to do this stuff.、Mm. Okay, you just can't. It's like when I worked on Star Trek, it's because I knew how to make this stuff. Right. Right. It's like. So I'm hearing you do it before you show up, before、yeah. you buy the bus ticket, and then do you need a college degree? Is that helpful? No,、Does、no. It... You know what? Nobody has ever asked me. Hey, what what art school did you go to? Ever. Oh wait, I'm sorry. You know what? Somebody did ask me. You know where that was. Uh, in China, I was gonna say probably China. <laughs> Can you believe that they wanted like a copy of my bachelor's degree, and I'm like, dude, that's like in freaking L.A. What? What? Next time you go back, you need to. I spent weeks going through my warehouse, going through books, going just to find this thing. I couldn't believe it, and it was like to, to prove that I was qualified to work for them. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that have to do? That it's a twenty year old piece of paper. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff back then.、Mm. Yeah, you, was, you're supposed to go online and go print out a nice facsimile, and and then everybody will be happy. <laughs> yeah, isn't that hilarious? That's all. They just wanted documentation. Yeah, right, right. But okay, here it is. I hope it makes you feel better. <laughs> I'm still the same guy I was before you had it. Right, right. You know. I'm sure that if I go, I know how to draw, and then you see that I don't know which end of the pencil right. There might be a problem. 
You know, Al, when I, when I was in India, I had to, if, because I didn't know my blood type, I couldn't tell HR. They were getting mad at me and told me to go get a blood test. And I blew them off for about like three, three months. And then finally they said, look, you got to do this or we're going to recommend that you get terminated. You know, and I don't know what terminated they meant. So that scared me. So I went and got my blood test. <laughs> All because you didn't have a, they didn't have your blood type? Right. They wanted my blood type. But I'm like, well, why do you need my blood type? That's kind of weird, right? And they, they're like, oh, yeah, well. Just in case something happens and there's a terrorist explosion and in we have to we have to rescue you. We want to make sure we have plenty <laughs> of that blood around. Right, right. Yeah. So that was that was yeah, that was sort of a strange it's, thing. You know, there, there's so many little weird things out there that, that come into play that you just never ever think are gonna happen until they do. And then when it happens you're like, You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, it's like, yeah, really, yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's it's not just you, but it is you. And you're like, but it's just my blood type. I'm O negative. Okay, we feel better now. Okay, I, I'm kidding. I'm A positive. Oh. <laughs> and oh, I thought about oh. it. I thought about just telling to get him off my back because I couldn't remember. What, I didn't know what my blood type was. But I thought, oh, that might that karma might come to bite me later. So I decided to go take this. Oh, go visit. oh he is O negative. We're going to have to have him expelled. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People, people tend to make things more difficult than they have to be. I can't tell you how many times I've made something and the guy will come in and just go totally analatrix on it. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay, dude, you said this prop is in the back of the room where it's dark. And you're, you're asking me to do this to it, that to it. You're never even going to see it, right? And they'll look at you like, yeah, 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 but I, I'll know. <laughs> like, okay, you'll know what? That, that I spent an extra 20 hours working on this thing and you never see it. Are you charging him hourly or is this a, by, by the job? Oh, no, I, I, I charge hourly. Well, oh. it depends because when I bid a job, I'll go, okay, this is going to take me so long to do it and uh, it's going to cost this much money. But then if they start getting a little stupid, because mm. once once you commit to it, the client tries to see how much he can squeeze out of you. Mm. I, uh, I worked on a commercial for Land Rover a couple of years ago where we had to take a cactus, a fake cactus, and this little girl was going to be outside in it's like her parents live in Palm Springs in the desert somewhere hmm. and she's basically dressing the cactus up like a snowman and the premise of the whole commercial is when the little girl falls asleep her parents put, them, put her in the Land Rover and drive her away to where there's snow so that when she wakes up she can make a real snowman isn't, isn't that a nice sentiment? yeah right okay so this guy shows up, he's got a cactus that they rented, okay? Uh-huh. Rented a cactus because it needed to be short and stocky hmm. so that it would be like the height of a little girl. Oh, okay. But when cactuses are that small, they're, they're babies. So they're real thin, uh-huh. but they wanted it to be thick. Uh-huh. Thick, short cactus, right? <laughs> Whoever rented it before had taken all of the, the needles off the cactus. Mm. So the cactus was perfectly smooth. So we're sitting here 
individually putting needles on this cactus. You know how many needles are on a cactus? Oh, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Oh, my. So many needles. So we start doing this, and the art director, this guy, who you know, was making more than any of us for doing absolutely nothing, um, comes in and goes, yeah, you know, those needles look too white. Oh, no. It's like, yeah, but that's what they're like. Yeah, I want them a little bit off-white. Like, okay. So we end up dipping the needles individually in wood stain. These are little rubber needles, and they, mm. so they got like a more of like a like a maple, kind of dipped maple look about them, right? Mm. So we put all these things on this thing. The, the guys that painted it the green that they wanted, we put all the needles on them. We spent three days putting needles on them. That's crazy. Okay? The guy shows up on Saturday and goes into the paint booth and he's looking at it and he's like yeah you know it's a little darker than I had hoped and blah 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 and I'm like yeah but you know it's gonna be outside well yeah but I'm like yeah we're inside it's darker and so I pull it out and then it's under the skyline he goes oh okay I see what you mean it's lighter now mm. like yeah so then he goes oh you know can you can you can you make it look a little dirtier and do this and do that da, 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 da. and I look at him I go you know my boss didn't okay me to do all this besides when you're on set just have your scenic dress it properly so he looks at me and he goes oh we, we don't have a scenic on set and I go really this is for Land Rover right you know, Land Rover, yeah. like, super expensive brand, and you don't have a scene. Well, I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. So I finally see this commercial. It's on screen for a second, <laughs> literally, and it's through a glass window, and the parents are inside looking at her outside. Hmm. Blink of an eye. Yeah. And didn't, it's like, really, dude? Did, I mean, so didn't need the needles. <laughs> It was like, for what you saw, it was just, it was like a, like literally if you blink, you missed it. But they ended up showing that commercial for like three years. Oh, well, yeah. And they would just show different, like they would have different angles and stuff, you know, slightly, slight variations. No. But I, not to sound negative, but I'll tell you, if it's something you love, like I, as a kid, loved building models, you know, loved it. Doing, doing it for a job. But the one thing that I've found is because I love doing this kind of stuff, now that I do it for a living, you kind of lose your hobby. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm sure you've talked to people who, you, you see those commercials where the guys are like sitting there at a table and they're like eating stuff like, oh man, these are off the chain. These are delicious. You know, you should do this for, for a living. This is so good. You, you should do this professionally, right? Mm-hmm. And then the so-and-so school of culinary arts wants you to go, okay. I've, I've got a bunch of friends of mine who did that because they, they were really good at it. Mm. They did it, got their graduate, came out, worked at a couple of restaurants. Never, You can't get them to boil water now. <laughs> yeah. Burn, burn them out. Yeah. Burn them out. 
really grateful that for as long as I've been doing this, because I, I mean, I've been doing it my whole, almost my whole life, not on a professional level, but I've been doing it for quite a long time, that I still like it. There's guys at work that are miserable. Mm. And I feel really sorry because they're like, oh, man, fucking blah, 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 this, blah, 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 universal, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, we're working on this for you. It's really cool. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, is it Saturday yet? I'm like, no, it's, it's Tuesday. Oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> oh, like, boy. okay. Wow. Okay. Having fun. Good to be you. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, so I'm really happy that, you know, I try to, everybody goes, oh, you're so optimistic. And I'm like, well, I, being negative isn't going to help anything. No, it makes it worse. Right? Right. This whole, you know, gloom and doom. You know, I don't, I don't want to be Eeyore. <laughs> you know? I want to be freaking Piglet or, or Pooh or, you know, one of the happier. I want to be Tigger. <laughs> that's, that's a good I'm having a good time. I'm at the Tiki Bar. They, they, they have lights and they're all different colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you interested in science fiction with a Hawaiian twist? Nafi is a retired pro surfer who works security at a pineapple plant. He falls for a girl who uses him to break security so she can investigate a conspiracy to destroy Hawaii's pineapple crop. Unfortunately, she gets caught Nafi gets in trouble, and the epidemiologist who's behind the pineapple virus is out to kill them. Honolulu Hadi is a cyberpunk action-adventure novelette set in post-global warming Hawaii. To get this novelette, go to Amazon and search for Lancer Honolulu Hati. Hey, go crack open the show notes because you'll find some great goodies like some photos of Al's prop work and photos of his tiki work. And you got to check out the man's Jeep. It is something to behold. Think of it, folks, a tiki Jeep. Where are the show notes? If you're using a podcast player on your iPhone, just go over and glance at the podcast where your podcast player uh, keeps your notes. If you downloaded this from the internet, go back to the page where you downloaded this MP3 and you will see on that webpage the show notes. Next episode, we hear more from Tiki Al. I get to Disneyland and I have them in this little bag over my shoulder and my buddy goes hey what are you doing and I'm like oh yeah I got these little tiki necklaces all these people on Facebook want to buy them and he goes what are you talking about I want to buy them and I'm like yeah we're supposed to meet by the castle and, and I'm going to sell these necklaces he goes you can't sell stuff in Disneyland <laughs> shocking like, what do you mean, do you mean? <laughs> yeah what do you mean I can't sell stuff in Disneyland yeah, the innocence of me and, uh, and he goes yeah you can't sell it I'm like oh shit I didn't uh, Okay, all right. So I was like, okay, whatever. I won't sell anything. He goes, yeah, they catch you, man. They'll throw you in mouse jail. <laughs>